Welcome to Grace Thoughts, the radio ministry of Grace Connection Church with Pastor Tim Kelly. Grace Thoughts has been dedicated to preaching a clear gospel of grace for over 20 years. Here is Pastor Kelly. So he's saying that we were crucified with Christ, so sin, that old nature of mine, won't have any power over me. That way I used to relate to life won't have any power over me. That way I used to think about how God thinks and I think about myself won't have any power over me. Sin has lost its grip because sin, that old nature, that old way I used to try to get my own needs met through my own strength, through manipulating human beings or, or whatever, however I would do that, that sin has been buried with Christ. I now have a new life. I don't look to get my affirmation on horizontally. I get it vertically. I don't look to get approved horizontally. I look vertically. I don't look horizontally to feel loved. I know I'm loved. I'm living a resurrected life. I'm looking to Christ to meet my needs. I'm looking for Christ to get my self-worth. I'm looking to Christ to, to feel good about me on the inside. And when that old man, that dead man that's been dead and buried tries to reach his hand out of the grave, I stop it down. Get back in there. You're dead. Stay dead. Don't come back to life. Don't breathe into him. Don't give him mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. He stinketh. <laughs> you wouldn't do that. Keep the corpse in the ground and, and walk in the newness of life, as the King James puts it so beautifully. Verse 7, For when we died with Christ, watch this, we were set free from what? The power of sin. And since we died with Christ, we, we know we will also live with Him. Wow. So I'm free from the power of sin. That whole depraved, fallen nature that I brought into my Christian life, the outward acts and the inward stuff, the inward battles, I've, I've died with those things. The power of those things has been broken in my life. Verse 10, when he died, he died once to break, I just said that, <laughs> he died once to break the power of sin, but now that he lives, he lives for the glory of God. I have so much notes here, guys, and I'm just, you know, I just forget it. We're not going to get through them. We'll just do it probably never. <laughs> Verse 11, now this, this is the key. We, sh we should also consider yourselves to be dead to the power of sin and alive unto God. Now, that's, that's important. The word consider there in the King James is reckon. If you have a King James, you're reading as reckon. That's the word logizomai. And it's um, where we get logos from. And, and it's, um, it's translated, actually, reckon is, uh, or, or to the account of, or to reckon. Um, it, it's con consider. Consider yourselves to be dead to the power of sin and alive through Jesus Christ. Now, this, this is where it gets practical. This is where you can start making this somewhat mystical message, the life of Christ in you, um, exchanging life, uh, taking the life that's in the grave and exchanging it for the resurrection life that Jesus Christ gives you. And, that, and, that's, and that's a true reality. We just read it in the Scriptures. But it's a little mystical, isn't it? I mean, it's how does that happen? How does that transition happen? How do I keep that guy in the grave and me myself live a resurrected life? 
Well, this is the, the apostle's giving us a hint here. He says this, Reckon, consider yourselves to be dead. Now, this is talking about this thinking. I make a mental decision. I make a mental statement. I'm dead. I am dead. And I'm considering myself dead. I'm deciding in my thoughts that I'm, I'm dead. I'm teaching myself to think of myself in the way that my old man is dead and buried with Jesus Christ. So I consider myself to be dead to the power of sin, but then I also take that word consider, and I place it right after sin, and consider myself alive to God through Christ Jesus. So I consider myself dead, I reckon myself dead, I reckon myself alive. One of the definitions for logizomai, the word consider and reckon there, is to put to the account of. It's like a banking term. You place into an account. So I, I place into the account that I'm dead. I place, I'm dead. Where's my insecurity? It's dead. Where's my fear? It's dead. Where's my need for affirmation? It's dead. Where's my um, um, need for power and being noticed? It's, it's dead. Where's my lust? It's, it's dead. It's dead. I reckon those things dead. I'm dead to those things. I still feel them, though. Who cares? What's feelings? Feelings are moldable. Feelings are changeable. Feelings are like Play-Doh. Except you can't eat them. Like I do. My daughter eats Play-Doh. I mean, yeah, so, feeling, no, I don't, li I don't listen to my feelings because feelings will just lead me down this, the wrong path every time. Every time. If I listen to the heights that I have with Christ and I feel Christ, then that's going to be my criteria for believing Christ is if I feel Him. I don't listen to my feelings. I don't listen to my feelings if I don't feel Christ. I don't listen to my feelings if I do feel Christ. My feelings are liars. And they will lead me down a path. They'll lead me down a path of wrong thinking or wrong expectations. I was messed up as a young Christian because the first person to witness to me said I was going to feel something once I said yes to Christ. So I said yes to Christ and waited for the feeling, but it never came. For eight months, I went back into the world and squandered my life because I never got the feeling. I just assumed my salvation didn't take. I was waiting for feelings. No. I was saved at that moment. If I wasn't waiting for the feelings, I probably would have got them. So, I, I consider myself to be dead to the power of sin and alive to God through Christ Jesus. Verse 13, do not let any part of your body become an instrument of evil to serve sin. Instead, give yourselves, here's the Lordship of Christ, give yourselves completely to God. God, take my life. I'm giving myself completely to you, for you were dead. But now you have new life. So use your whole body as an instrument to do what is right for the glory of God. Verse 14, lastly, says this. Sin is no longer my master. For you no longer live under the requirements of law. Instead, you live under the freedom of God's grace. So here he is, and I'll just close with this. This picture of baptism is very significant. We identify with the death of Christ. Jesus, when you died, I died with you, yes. What died with you, Jesus? Well, what, what happened when I was six years old died with you. 
that, that resultant need for affirmation and approval or the sense of rejection that I've had through my childhood years, that, that died with you. That traumatic effect that happened to me through abuse or molestation or, or witnessing something I never should have witnessed as a young age, that, that died um, with me. In fact, everything that was, all everything that I was in my old man, my old makeup, my old programming, that went to the grave. When I became born again, that went to the grave uh, with you, with, with me, Lord? Yes, that went to the grave. Not only did it die, but it went buried. It was buried. It was dead. It was in the ground. It's never to be recovered. It's never to be exhumed. It's dead. But I didn't keep you in the grave. As a dead man, I resurrected you to life. Not a renovation of your old life, a brand new life. A life that you've never tasted, you've never experienced before. A life that's eternal in nature, ever growing, ever engrossing, ever expanding, with no ceilings, no limits to it on earth, that will just continue in heaven. I've given you eternal life. Right now, real time. And a source to tap into to live in this eternal life. See, resurrection is not just the reversal of death. That's important to understand. But it's entrance into a new life. It's not just getting out of the grave and going on. It's entering into something that didn't exist before. We say at funeral services all the time, my last breath on earth is my first breath in eternity. Let me say this, as me being born again, that's my last breath under the dominion of my old man. That's my last breath of having to come under the, um, the, the dictatorship of my fallen nature, under the dictatorship of my flesh, and grubbing around and looking for answers on a horizontal level when there isn't any. That was the end of that. And the moment I became a born again, I just took a breath of a brand new type of life called resurrection life that is available to me and available to you and everyone who names the name of Jesus. So what do I do? I reckon myself to be dead. I'm dead here. My old man is dead. I'm feeling a little insecure. That's dead. I'm feeling a little needy. That's dead. I feel fearful. That's dead. I feel like I, I, need, I need something from a human level. That's dead. My friends, I promise you this works. I promise you. I'm not a very emotional guy. I'm sort of like eat dirt type of guy, grass level, be very practical about life. So when I share these things with you, I share from experience, not from theology. I live this life just like you live this life. It's about five or six years ago I was going through a very, very difficult time. Some of you know about it. Right after the Red Sox won the World Series, and had a little bit of a letdown. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. Very hard time. And I remember my 19-year-old daughter Hannah, at that time was about 14, 13. Now she was even longer, longer ago than that because she had this habit of finding her way into our room that went on way too long. So she crawls in the bed with us and I crawl out of bed because she grows like seven elbows and six knees when she gets in a bed. So I, I crawl out of bed, and I, and I, I went to her room in the Snow White sheets. I'm in the middle of the night just looking at the ceiling fan. I couldn't sleep, and my stress level was out of uh, orbit. And I'm looking at the ceiling fan spinning. I'm just looking at it 2 or 3 in the morning. 
And I said, God, you know, I've been preaching this gospel for this many years. This better be real. Because I've staked my life on it. It better be real to me right now. And the Lord visited me that night. He says, Tim, it is real. It will be everything you ever need it to be. And that night was a pinnacle night for me. I knew this message conceptually. I knew it theologically. I taught it, preached it many, 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 many times. But that night, middle of the night, and it was a dark night, it became real to me. Don't think it's a fairy tale. Don't think what I'm saying is only applies to just a few. It doesn't. It's good for you to practice it, rehearse it, confess it outwardly, inwardly, but don't relent on it. Convince yourself, consider yourself dead indeed unto sin and alive unto God. Thank you for listening to Grace Thoughts, a ministry of Grace Connection Church. This is Pastor Kelly. If you live in the Bay Area, we would love to meet you. Our service times are Wednesdays at 7 p.m. and Sunday mornings at 9 and 10.30 a.m. Grace Connection Church is located at 4017 56th Avenue North, St. Petersburg. Or you can call us at 727-565-4674. Again, 727-565-4674. Or visit us on the web at graceconnectionchurch.org. Again, that is graceconnectionchurch.org. We hope we get a chance to meet you. Until then, keep thinking Grace Thoughts.